honey, we need to take a moment and honor that two big things have happened. Number one, we are now in season five. And when's our anniversary or one year anniversary from when we started the podcast? In two days. So ah. this is our anniversary, first anniversary episode. Yay! And we are, I don't know if Ula has it available, but (laughs) yay! (laughs) Fantastic, fantastic. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody. We are, I think, in 27 countries and I think over three, was it 350 cities now worldwide? Yeah, it's crazy. Amazing, amazing, amazing. So, we have been super honored and just really, really in a, in a place of so much gratitude to be able to share all this love with you guys so freely and be able to just give our hearts to you, give our wisdom to you, give you know the access to our dead loved ones that always are freely giving us love. However, with all this free love that Ula and I have to give, there are some strings attached which is the theme of today's episode, free love for sale. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. And um, my love truly is free and unconditional, but I also have an eight eight page disclaimer explaining how it's free and what I expect from you so that that you can earn my free love. So you guys, we're going to dive into all of this wonkiness that we put around our unconditional love, whether it comes to in, in a context of a relationship with somebody else. I mean, obviously, that's the first place that we go to is this, okay, this is about love relationships, but we're going to take you through how this shows up, not only in relation to other, but also to yourself. And as always, we're going to show you how to change things, tweak things in a way that just allows for greater freedom, greater flow, greater ease, because that's what we are all about. So take it away, honey. Where do we want to begin? Have you ever heard saying that I love you, you're perfect, now change? No, but I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that the dynamic of every relationship? Right. It's, but I, I, I've seen this so many times and I think it's hilarious that, that to say that, yes, I love you so much. You're so perfect. And now I want you to change this way and this way and this way and this way and, and that way. And don't do that. And, and definitely don't do that. Mm-hmm. So there comes that eight page disclaimer because we think that them being different is going to make us love them more or mm-hmm. them love us more. And it's just, it's just so wonky. And, and it, it's no wonder that relationships end terribly. Yeah. We expect all these crazy, crazy things from, from others. Mm-hmm. So, you know, let's, let's dive into the whole thing of expectation because this is, this is something that, we can enter into a relationship saying that we have no expectations. Um, but I think, and I'm curious, honey, to you know what your position is on this. At the end of the day, 
my belief is that saying you have zero expectations of somebody else can be misleading because mm-hmm. there are certain expectations that you're going to have. And when those expectations are not um, made aware to you or that other person, I think that's where there gets a lot of complication. And so we're, we want to take you to the underbelly of where you may not have gone before in this conversation. Okay. Because I know there's, there's so many conversations out there. There's so many books, there's so many opinions about how best to navigate a relationship, right? And this isn't relationship coaching. We're going to get to something even deeper than this, but where do we all start when it comes to expressing our love outwardly? We all start with that very clear and pure desire to be unconditional, And if we take it in the context of love relationships, we are very much coming from that place of, I love you just as you are. And then don't change, change, right? And then the more time we spend that with that person, it's like, well, actually, can you change the way you eat your food when we go out to the Mm -hmm. restaurant? Or can you change where you leave your socks at the end of the day? Can you change how you spoon me and for how long you spoon me? And then that is where the cycle starts. So Honey, what's your stance on expectation and the role that they can or cannot have in in relationship when it comes to love? I think we always have expectations and expectations can be very good. And I think where things often go super wonky is that there's no communication. There's no communication on... uh, just a neutral level without blaming like you stew this soup inside yourself for so long that those fucking socks at the end of the bed gotta go now or you're out like you you wait to that point where those it's just a pair of socks gonna break the relationship so it would be a lot easier like okay if, say, let's say one person is super neat and the other person is not super neat come in the space of neutrality and and be completely honest and say that I like things this way and you don't necessarily even notice those things, but can we find a compromise here? Can we communicate this and be open to change ourselves too? So you don't, you don't get to the place where the, the socks are going to be the breaking point of <laughs> the whole relationship. Yeah, I love that. And let's let's take that example and go straight to the heart of where most of us do not go when it comes to these conversations because we stay so fixated on the other person. Mm-hmm. Right? But what everything that you just said, honey, was so powerful because how often do we communicate with our own selves? to determine what our own expectations are, are of us. Mm -hmm. How often do we beat ourselves up when things go awry or things seem a little off from what we had anticipated? How often do we then look to take all of that energy that is being accumulated inside and displace it on somebody outside of us or something outside of us? Because it's too fucking uncomfortable to sit in that space of not feeling good about ourselves, 
realizing that we're out of alignment with something within us that we had an expectation around, and then being loving and unconditional towards ourselves as we navigate our way back to a realigned space. Mm-hmm. So yeah. this is where we want to go today is how do we start to cultivate that relationship within our own selves where we are actively communicating with ourselves and understanding how to provide that deep space of clarity around the expectations we have of us and how that can generate more of that unconditional love that then will generate out into the relationships that you have with other people. Mm -hmm. And we learn these things from childhood, like from the basically from the get-go, that we have to please other people first. We always kind of have to put ourselves last. When it's a total opposite, you should always put yourself first. And like we've said on the um, previous episodes many times, we're not here trying to um, convince you of anything. If you if this doesn't resonate, you know, turn it off. Don't listen. It's we are here to simply. If this resonates with you, we're giving you really really good tips how you can change that dynamic within yourself because you don't have to die to live a perfect life. I had to die. I had to have my near-death experience in order to find the true joy and happiness that is now in my life. And I still have wonky situations, but I always know that I can go back within me and be like, okay, what part of me was that I attracted this thing? And what is it that many the energy that was in me that had this manifest in my life. And I don't take that shit out on somebody else. Mm-hmm. And this is an active practice because in, in the actual moment, it's very easy to get reactive. Mm-hmm. So, so let's break down a simple way that you can start to pause the reactivity, right? And really stay in the underbelly of what's really going on. Because again, we're, we don't want to, we don't want this to be another like relationship coaching conversation, right? <laughs> like, no, you guys have enough resources for all of that. This is really about how do you start to tap into your own inner power and bring that out in these moments that can bring more ease to the way that you navigate all relationships, but starting with you first. When you are in relation to other. Hey, okay. and Uli, you said this earlier around communication. If we are not tapped in to our own needs, our own desires, our own expectations, they're going to come out in really weird ways in relation to other. Because if you're living on your own, it's very easy for you to navigate what your needs and expectations are within your own self, but there's nobody there to bounce that off of and see how is this being reflected back to you? So the way that our brains work, our brains are always going to look for ways to stay in harmony within ourselves and some sort of equilibrium. So you will be able to look for quote unquote evidence that mm-hmm. says you're doing great, right? If you're on your own, right? Oh yeah, I'm amazing. I'm super grounded. I, I'm totally doing wonderful. I'm meditating every day for half an hour. And yet you're like buzzing in your head. Like this is totally Gladys, right? So um, 
When you're in relation to other, this is where you actually get to do a bit of a litmus test of what's really going on within you. Because anything you see external to you is just a reflection of what's going on inside. Okay. And some of the best opportunities actually to see the clearest reflection of within you are actually animals. It's our pets. Okay. Mm-hmm. But we're, we're not going to go down that rabbit hole, but just those of you that have pets out there, just know that whatever you're seeing in your pet is a direct reflection of what's going on with you. So if you have a very unruly pet, a very anxious pet, a very easily agitated pet, here's where the work can happen. Pause. Pause. As Ula says, catch yourself. Check in with your nervous system. Make sure that if your nervous system is agitated, that you get it in a calm state. Use the reset remedy to do that in a very effective and quick way. And then with a curious mind, ask yourself, what am I seeing outside that may be reflecting what's going on inside? Super easy question. Mm -hmm. But you got to be open to asking that question to begin with. Now, take a person that you're in relation with, whether it's a friend, a family member, your coworker, or a love partner. What am I seeing in that person that makes me uncomfortable or that I don't like or that I want them to change? And what is that reflecting within me? Same thing. Catch yourself, right? So if you're getting reactive, catch yourself from being reactive. Pause Give your reset remedy a chance so that your nervous system can chill out a bit. And then from that curious place, ask yourself, what within me is imbalanced, annoyed, uh, frustrated, whatever the situation is that you're seeing externally? Now, sweetie, can you talk about how like we can do this in a way that is playful, but also not literal, because I think a lot of us type A perfectionists are going to be like, okay, so what I see on the outside is exactly what I see on the inside. <laughs> yeah, no. It, <laughs> if my it dog is, is like has itchy balls, then that must mean I have itchy balls, right? Like, no, that's not what we're talking about. No, that's that, that's not <laughs> what we're talking about. Um, it Energy is always manifested in different ways. There's, there's um, probably the easiest way to say is that there's different wavelengths of energy. That's probably the best visual. And all these different things are on kind of same wavelengths. And and if you're angry, it's a certain wavelength, but there's also in the, in the anger space, there's jealousy and there's... Um, all kinds of other yucky feelings in that same wavelength. So it's, you are bringing something in that wavelength. So you can imagine yourself swimming in the ocean and the waves, when they are, they are giant and drowning you, you can stop like, wait, I don't, I don't want to drown. Let's find a calmer spot. So it's, it's always something in that wavelength that's, that's coming. So if we look at things, then not so literally, Mm -hmm. um, but in the energy of it, right, being on a certain wavelength, when we catch ourselves like, okay, here I am about to have a reaction in this wavelength. You guys, this takes a lot of practice. If you've never done this before, like be easy with yourself and just remember that you got to practice, 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 practice. And don't get mad at yourself. Yeah, exactly. That's what we you to do. And and if you can't catch yourself in the moment, but you do it afterwards, which happens a lot of the time, right? We have our blow up. Yay for that. Exactly. Yourself. 
Exactly. Put less focus on when it happened, put more focus on the fact that it did happen. And then the focus that you put on it, this is where you get to change wavelengths. Mm -hmm. If you focus on your reflection of like, I just had a massive reaction, I just had a blowout, I lost my shit with my partner, and now you're feeling bad about it, and then you want to go back to your partner and apologize or make up or, you know, get all cozy and cuddly to just feel that sense of security within yourself, you haven't addressed the wavelength ocean that you've been in mm-hmm. and asked yourself, how is it that I am attracting or maintaining myself staying in this ocean of this energetic uh, space, right? So make sure that you are asking that question. What is going on with me that is of this energetic wavelength that I'm seeing outside of myself? What I often see in others, right, is they have not done the work of self-awareness. So this exercise becomes one that they reject. Mm -hmm. Oh, maybe I'll do it later. Okay, yeah, nice idea. I'll figure it out tomorrow morning. I'll journal and then they never get around to it, right? Or they try to entertain this question and this reflective, um, reflective questioning with a defensive mindset. And then that doesn't help either because, yeah, but it's so-and-so. If this person wasn't in that situation, then I wouldn't be in this situation. And the only reason that this is happening is because of them, right? This is what we call codependency. Mm-hmm. So you got to step out of that codependent wavelength first. And it doesn't mean that you leave the relationship. It means (laughs) mentally (laughs) stepping away, right, from what happened, dropping Mm -hmm. the blame, dropping the pointing of fingers, Mm -hmm. dropping the circumstances, and just staying with the energy of what happened. What's the energy that you saw on the outside that led to an energetic reaction within you? How does it feel? Okay. And then what might be going on with you more deeply that you haven't addressed that's now coming to you as an Mm -hmm. opportunity. And then then you get to see that these moments where somebody triggers you or you get reactive, they're all opportunities, all opportunities for you to be more deeply aware of yourself and then for you to realign in the way that you desire. Yeah. And they, they, like you said, they're all opportunities for you to be even more clear of what it is that you do want. Because it's at the, uh, in those moments, it's very clear what it is that you don't want to see. And when you start looking at this as an opportunity, you, the whole world becomes one giant playground. And we have talked about the playground before, and it's it's really fun. It's really fun. And the more you stay on the on the smaller waves I, i'm going to start calling them smaller waves the happy waves not the the ones that drown you the more you're going to start seeing that around you and in others and even if it's somebody that you've been fighting with forever guess what their energy is going to change because you are not allowing that energy into your life anymore so whether they go away or they change, it's going to match what you are now giving out. Totally. Which is how we create magic. 
Mm-hmm. This is what, when people see this from the outside, not understanding all of this beautiful inner realigning that you're doing in self-reflection, they think your life is magical. They think like, how do you just live mm-hmm. so happily and things just come to you effortlessly? It's because of this. So, you know, we started with free love for sale, right? Having expectations around unconditional love. When you start to enter into that that pool of expectations and you get clear on the expectations that you do have, because expectations are not good or bad, mm-hmm. okay? It's what we do with them. It's kind of like energy. Energy is not good or bad. It's just what we do with it that becomes problematic, mm-hmm. right? Once you start to get clear on that and you do this exploration of what am I seeing externally that doesn't feel resonant with me, and then what does that say about what's going on with me, now you get to change the wavelength. And this, the way that you change the wavelength to something else. So if you're getting drowned by these or pummeled by these waves and you don't like this ocean that you're in and you want to go to a nice little river or pond, um, this is nothing more than just focusing your attention on something else that feels better. And this doesn't mean you're ignoring everything that just happened. We just talked about how you can go in and really get to the underbelly of this and do some beautiful excavating of unconscious belief systems, of thoughts, of feelings that you haven't tapped into before. Once that comes to the surface, right, and you you are able to see it all, how do you shift your energy into something that feels better? This means don't beat yourself up. Mm-hmm. This means, dude, I just did fucking amazing. I just realized that what's going on with me is really bad. And I did that with you, honey. I called you um, before we started recording today, and there was a situation that happened earlier here in my house. And I called Ula, and I'm like, what the fuck? Da, 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 da. This situation <laughs> just happened, and I know exactly what's going on. I bet you that this person is related to this person, this how, and they're doing this and this and that. And Ula was like, really? <laughs> you got out of it all? <laughs> and you guys, there was an element where I took it personally, right? Like there was – and you caught it, sweetie, because I called her back Um. Or no, actually, we got on this call or right before to record it. And I said, honey, I just realized like that story that I told you that was my assumption of what happened was actually an old story that I played out in my 20s that would make, make me feel bad and make me feel like I did mm-hmm. something wrong. So I was able to drop it, feel better and be like, I'm not going to pursue that anymore. Done. And then shift my energy to something that felt better, which was to focus on our podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and although it might sound easier said than done. And again, it, it does take practice. Once you start asking for something that feels better, it, it doesn't have to have anything to do with the situation or, or an issue that feels bad inside you. Once you start asking, truly asking your, higher power, you, you know, God, universe, angels, whatever it is that you, you want to call this um, inner source, once you start asking and believing that the answer is right there, the more it's going to come. Just practice it, practice it. And it's so much easier to stay in that space of love, which is free. And then once you get there, you will be able to hold space for other people who need that love and you are able to lift them up. 
just just like you said, because like your story, oh my God, this was very detailed story in just <laughs> like <laughs> split second of something that happened. She had a whole backstory. <laughs> that I totally made up. <laughs> no fucking idea. <laughs> like it was really quick. And I was like, huh, that's not what I got from that at all. <laughs> But this is what we do in real time, right? Like we get reactive because something Mm -hmm. feels threatening to us. When we're reacting, you guys, by the way, it's usually that something feels threatening to us or is, um, is, is, is kind of rubbing up against our sense of security. That's it. That's Mm -hmm. all it is. So that's where you want to hang out. Where am I not feeling secure? What is being rubbed up against that I feel unstable around or feel that I might have taken away from me? Right. And now had I, had I just let that detailed story play out? Like, oh my God. I mean, thank God Ula was like, wow, that's an interesting story. It's very detailed. (laughs) And I'm like, oh shit, maybe that isn't the real story. (laughs) And turns out it wasn't. (laughs) And and it wasn't. It just Gladys has a very vivid imagination. But that's where we start to assign roles to everybody. Oh, that person did that because of this. And I know that the other person that I've never even met, that's their role in that. And how, you know, and then you start creating these narratives in your head. Yeah. And that's when you start ruminating. And that's when your energy just goes deeper, 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 deeper. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you wonder why you're suffocating at the bottom of the fucking ocean floor. Yeah. You put yourself there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we we have so many awesome little um tools for you like uh, reset remedy is it's so good it's so 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 good and it's so easy if you haven't done it just go and do it even if you don't feel bad just go and do it um it is so easy that my 11 year old does it in the school bathroom when he doesn't feel good so stop it honey yes. you didn't tell me that <laughs> I just did. Oh, <laughs> yay. I love that, honey. That's awesome. Yeah. So if 11 year old can do it in the school bathroom when he doesn't feel good, you can do it even in the car, wherever you are. Mm-hmm. Hit yeah. Play and do it. Yeah. It's, it's very, very simple. And then we have super fun, um, simple meditations that I love. Um, I love that they're fun. I love to, you know, emphasize that they are fun because so many times in in our kind of space they they get super serious and then you feel like you have to sit cross-legged um and say ohm for 45 hours straight and they said no they're not just like 10 15 minutes and they're fun and they made they really make you feel good mm-hmm. oh i love that sweetie so as a wrap-up you guys let's Let's use this as a chance to really look at the positive of what we get to step into here, which is love is infinite. Mm -hmm. Love is available always. Love is something that is generated and it starts by generating it within yourself. And when you become that professional generator of loving energy, that is where you're like, you're it just imagine. I just had a total like image in my head of like somebody with some like contraption that they that they've mastered and they're just like shooting love bombs everywhere. And that's literally what you have the ability to do. But it has to start within you first. 
Mm-hmm. And in order for that to happen, you have to go to that place of expectation and really unpack what is there. And however you do it, whenever you do it, don't beat yourself up about it. Really come with a curious, open mind, a childlike state, and get get into the underbelly of the energetics of what's happening around you. What do you see outside that makes you uncomfortable? What is that reflecting within your own self? See it as an opportunity because it's all opportunity. And you will start to soften faster, okay? Mm-hmm. I mean, literally, we're, I'm now down to the point where like within half an hour, if not quicker, sometimes even in the same sentence, I can catch myself and change my energy. It's always great to have a friend that, that is on the same wavelength with you. And this is why I love you so much, sweetie, because I'm, I'm truly blessed that, that you are in my life because I can call Ula and I have so much trust in Ula and so much faith in Ula that it's, I know that if she says something or sees something differently, I can drop my story and quickly jump into her bandwagon. All of us have that ability, but the best person, the best bandwagon to jump into is you. Mm -hmm. Always. Always, always, always you. And that's my next practice, right? Is really to understand that all of this is within me. It's not that Ula has the answers right? But she's got a lot more open channels than I do. And so this is my work is to open my channels so that I can be just as clear in real time um, and being able to realign fast. Yeah, we all, all have the answers. The answers are coming to you in real time all the time. They are right there for you to grab them. You just have to open up yourself to receive them. And mm-hmm. the first thing to, to do is to catch yourself. So yeah. that's, that's your big, big work this week. And don't beat yourself up. We've been saying that enough. Now. <laughs> I know, but yourself. it takes a lot. Sometimes it takes years, right? <laughs> it does. It does. But we can, we can say that it can happen quickly too. Like you don't, you don't have to expect it to last years to mm-hmm. get to that better place. It can happen fast too. We all have our own timelines. So again, if you, a friend of yours, like their energy switches very quickly to a positive and you can't get there that quickly, don't beat yourself up. <laughs> totally, totally. And as you start to integrate this shift that we're talking about today, this is where you will actually find that your expectations some of the expectations that you've had in the past that meant a lot to you, they, they slowly disintegrate. Mm-hmm. And then the expectations that get left behind are truly representative of your heart's core, of your heart's truth, of your essence. And those you get to carry with you forward because you're super crystal clear. And then communicating around them becomes a piece of fucking cake. Mm-hmm. It's no longer awkward. You no longer have to think about how to say something so the other person won't get offended or none of that because these are your pillars of truth. So let this pos- possibility happen for you just by starting and then watch the magic unfold. Until next week. <laughs> <laughs>